Yes lads, what's going on and welcome to the 21st episode of the Little Running Irishman podcast. I know I say this all the time but I'm really looking forward uh, for you guys to hear this episode of the podcast because we do have a very, very special guest which is Cahill Doyle. Basically, if you do run in, in Ireland and you know a little bit about running in Ireland, you should know the name Cahill Doyle. He's a top class athlete, top lad. <clears throat> Yeah, he, he's just gotten a scholarship uh, over in America uh, for, for running, so yeah, obviously we're going to be talking a little bit about that. He also, he's a Clonliffe lad like myself, so um, definitely a few relatable things that we talk about uh, in today's episode. So, And uh, some of the lads out there that run for Clonliffe on my team, there's definitely a lot of relatable stuff in this episode uh, for you. And even if, you, not even from Clonliffe, even if you just do running, Carl has great tips in this episode, uh, great, great pieces of advice, and yeah, he's just a top lad and the top athlete all together so that's why i'm really excited for you guys to hear the conversation that we have uh, before we actually just get into this episode i want to say that the black roll ireland products have arrived and um, this uh, episode is going out on thursday so the, the review had already gone out on uh, on the tuesday just gone so if you haven't seen that review and you're interested in it definitely go back give it a watch give it a like and leave a comment down below um and yeah so Basically, uh, I also want to say a little bit of a disclaimer. There's uh, a few points where Cahill's, first of all, where Cahill actually disconnects. Uh, so there, that's why there's a little cut there. And there's a few times where Cahill's connection kind of like goes for, uh, for a second or two. And it's kind of hard to make out for uh, what he's saying. But only it doesn't happen too many times. And it doesn't really interfere with, with the conversation that much. You can still like make out pretty much what he's saying so i just wanted to tell you guys all that before we get in just in case you didn't you'd think maybe that he didn't notice it or something uh, i did notice it uh, he does he does connect one time and uh, disconnect one time sorry and the connection does go a little bit uh, every now and then uh, during the course uh, it's pretty much like it did like middle-ish to the end of the episode is when it kind of starts happening so but it's all good it's still a great episode uh yeah as i said great uh really looking forward for you guys to uh to, to, to listen to it and before we do actually get into the episode I just want to uh, tell you guys that I did actually start up my TikTok it's called The Little Running Irishman I also ha- I already have like six or seven posts up on there so The Little Running Irishman on TikTok not not The Little Running Irishman podcast just The Little Running Irishman and um, type me up uh, uh, give me a follow watch my videos give it a like uh, comment on it saying comment on my videos saying you're you're from the podcast and I'll definitely reply to your comments so as I said The Little Running Irishman on TikTok, uh, watch my videos, give me a follow, uh, and give me the hype on there that is there. So, as I said, I hope you guys enjoy this episode of the podcast. And yeah, let's get into it. All right, so I'm here. Happy to say that we are joined by the man himself, Carl Doyle. Carl, do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, I'm a 22 runner for Clonliffe Harriers. Uh, I'm just finished my funny year in DCU and getting ready to go to the University of Portland in Oregon in the States, hopefully in August. So yeah, so I did in the intro where I did mention uh, about your scholarship in Ireland, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll basically go through the ages, start from the beginning and get to the present. So we, we have a lot to talk about and we'll definitely mention that that's probably the elephant in the room. I know a lot of people, especially on my team, because, you know, Alan put it into our group chat that, that, you, that you got the scholarship and all that running group chat. So uh, a lot of people that would be like on my team anyway for Clonliffe would be definitely anxious to hear about that. But as I said, we'll just start from the start and then uh, get to the present. So basically from the start, when did you actually start running? Uh, I used to do it in primary school, but I think at that stage, like anyone, you just kind of do whatever sports get off school. So I think I pretty much played 
football Gaelic and then did a bit of cross country like the Fingal schools I think it was and uh, so I did all them I didn't like run for a club or anything I just kind of rocked up ran them I think I won them all I think maybe bar one I think there's only one that I didn't win and then I yeah I went into school then I won like the the Clonliffe the brother one in first year it was like my first right like first proper race won that uh, I still didn't run at that stage. I still and I just I thought at that stage I'll just rock up to the races. Yeah. I'm sure I'll keep winning, but uh, not really the case. Uh, I think I right. I didn't go to Aidens at this point. I went to Clash Column and Swords. Oh, really? So I yeah. So I only moved to Aidens in third year. I um yeah. I used to just rock up to the races on my own with my dad. So there was no team or there's no yeah, no yeah, single yeah. even. So um I just. Yeah, I just turned up to all the race. I think I got I got to the, like, the All Ireland schools. I think the All Ireland. I think yeah, in March I would have came like seventh or eighth in the North Leinster. Yeah. Squeezed through the Leinster, got thirteenth, and then thirty second. And then I kind of said like I kind of want to win. I kind of want to be able to win these kind of races. So yeah. I, I think I think I still put off going down to training or climbing for another while. I think I may have rocked up in the summer once or twice. Uh, but didn't really kind of do it then after that and then eventually I just joined in oh, I think just the start of second year so about I don't know 15 or so so that's yeah. that's when I kind of started to get into it anyway so so even like from day one you were like there's some people that they, they, they know they're like they have fitness and all and some people obviously do it for different reasons but from day one you kind of found out that you were fairly decent at running anyway and that was without any training and all so the, that's pretty much what got you into joining and if I'm not mistaken you're a Clonley lad from day one. Oh yes yeah born and bred. Uh, born and bred yeah no I, was, I, I played Gaelic so and I played soccer so you kind of know if you're kind of generally yeah. fast or you're generally fit so uh, I kind of just went off that really and kind of yeah I kind of always knew I was I think I was pretty good at running just I think you can just tell by the way you run really yeah, sometimes yeah. that someone's going to be anyway anyway decent yeah that's that's very that's 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 facts really and uh, obviously you said you, you joined uh, in second year you joined Clonliffe and uh, with some people like with pretty much everyone when they join running they they, they do it and they, they don't really take it they don't know a lot about running so they don't know what they go in to actually get better so like when did you actually start taking running proper seriously uh, I'd say it was when I joined really when I kind of went down to Clonliffe like uh, just listening to anything Mick said I suppose uh, I think that was I just anything Mick said I just you know rock up the train on Tuesday whatever the session was yeah. do it Mick, Mick will tell you what to do on Wednesday yeah. uh, turn up on Thursday and just just literally listen to whatever Fogel said and then uh, you kind of just get a grasp then what, what you kind of know what to do after that and it's the same really from even to what the training I'm doing now it's it's still pretty much the same really it's just obviously the volume's a bit more and the intensity's a bit more but I just just really just listen to Fogo and, and look at the older lads and see what they're doing and then just kind of wing it from now on really yeah yeah so like and it's pretty much it's a lot of just consistency because over the past two years is when I've actually started taking it seriously and now last year is when I joined uh, Vogos group so like it, that was it wasn't a big step but it definitely did help me improve a lot and it, it makes a little more stricter on actually doing the, the runs especially the long recovery runs so would you say a lot of it is just consistency as well? Yeah, I think that's like the, the cliche thing that usually everyone that's usually given a voice would say is consistency, but that's that really literally is it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's as I think Fogel used to always say is that you get in what you get out, or what is the word saying actually? It's like you get you in get what you, you get out what you you put get out in. what you put in. Yeah. yeah. 
so that was really it. Yeah, he's just kind of just doing the run every day. And I think even a piece of advice I got off Aaron Hammond, if you if you know him, he's a Clonliffe man yeah, and yeah. he went to the States. And all he would say to me is just get, get your running every day and everything yeah. has to take care yeah, of itself. Exactly. So that, that was literally it, so just doing the run every day. And just, even at, like, at your age now or even anywhere even younger and all, just, like, I was just no worries about like, Am I doing the right thing? Just, yeah. just, just go for a run every day and run, yeah. the rest will take care of itself. Like, And uh, obviously, uh, when when you were running and you, you weren't with a club, obviously the races, you, you, were, you were pretty much at the top most of, most of the races before you even joined. And uh, that would have been tough. But your first experiences at Clonliffe actually running with a club, did you find it a lot tougher? Or what was your first experience actually like? Uh, I think I remember just being really nervous because... I remember rocking up and I just like I'd never gone for an actual run before. Like, just yeah. sounds really stupid, but I'd never actually gone. Even though I'd ran, I'd won races before. I'd never just saying, "Right, I'm going for a whatever minute run." Yeah. So I think I remember like rocking up and it was like, I still remember it was like Adam O'Brien who doesn't run as much anymore, and yeah. a few other lads. I'm just running around the park really, and I think it was just a bit nervous because I knew it was like, well, I think I'm not better than anyone thinks I'm, I actually am at the moment. Like, it's like I am. I know I'm pretty good, but. I wasn't, I suppose in my head I knew I was good, but I was like, I just need kind of, need to train really, but yeah. I was definitely nervous when I, when I rocked up, but it was like, after a while then you kind of love it, like you just get to know, get to know like the group really, because our group was massive really, and yeah, so I think it's, exactly. it's very similar to yours, and then you just, you love kind of going up and just having the crack really, and you know, get the training done with and have the crack before and after, so uh, yeah, it was just, it was nice then after, uh, after a few weeks or so, you kind of get used to it, yeah, a lot, it's nervous. Yeah, I'd say that's that's a lot. That's pretty much the same with a lot of people. But uh, I, I actually get a, a bit of a slagging off the lads on my team because, as I said, when you were going up for your first session, you were pretty nervous. I get nervous for every session, and I, I don't know why. Uh, but but yeah, I, I hope we can get over that. I do get a bit of a, a slagging off to the lads on the team for that. I don't know why, it's just because it is fairly hard, and I kind of that's always in the back of my head, so I kind of know that I'm gonna like it's gonna be painful. So hopefully, I can get over that. Ah oh, yeah, no, it'll come with experience really. It's more like you kind of more confident you get at just getting the session done really, and that's that's really the main thing. Is just yeah. just get it done. Like it's a, don't worry about the times. Don't worry about any of the rest. Just whatever Fogo says, just listen to that like it's the gospel really, and the rest <laughs> will just take care of itself. Yeah, that's it exactly. And we were talking there about uh, consistency and all the consistency and all there as well. So uh, especially for my age and the the level you're on that right now, even through these like tough times or it's hard sometimes to be motivated and all to get out what would uh, typically now I'm not sure if you don't want to give like a lot away but what would a typical week look like for you running wise now during quarantine uh, I'm actually funny enough I'm actually on a week off this week because uh, I'm kind of like except, I, I kind of accepted the whole track seat is, is kind of not really going to happen and so I'm going to build up for cross hopefully in the States but say typical week um, I just run easy on Monday like I'd run 40 minutes in the morning and yeah. 30 in the evening. So then on a Tuesday, I'd run maybe a little half an hour in the morning and then Tuesday, do a session. Yeah. Wednesday, uh, Monday, sorry, we'd have like strides and a little gym session. And then Wednesday is the same as Monday, leaving out the strides and the gym session. Then Thursday, it's like a tempo run or some sort of a long, steady run. Friday, rest or a little jog. Yeah. Saturday, session and Sunday long run so it's probably the exact same thing you're doing because I've yeah. done the exact same thing since I started running it's the same format yeah, yeah, for yeah. What, whatever amount of years I'm running now so like nothing really changes really and even during quarantine it's actually it's kind of grand like everything's just on your own but like it hasn't really affected me like I won't do certain set. obviously I can't do track sessions yeah yeah that's but yeah. Um, 
it's not really the end of the world. I don't really do that much track sessions anyway, maybe once a week if even yeah. the odd time. So it hasn't really affected that much, but that would usually be my my usual week anyway. Yeah, that's that like that's pretty much what I'm doing. Like obviously you do it a bit more of a higher volume and higher intensity, but like I do obviously to we even for any level you do it to the best of your ability each session and then each run you go out to. But uh, as you said, you, nothing's really changed much since since no. uh, since basically you started clone lift. So and it clearly shows that it's working. And so because obviously if it's working, why if it's not broken, don't uh, you don't need to fix it. Basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so uh, the next thing I was gonna ask you is what would it look like basically uh, if it, a typical week of training look like if you weren't in quarantine? And I'd say pretty much it's literally the exact same. But as you said, you might just get a few track sessions in here and there. Yeah, that's literally the only difference. I suppose you might get a bit of a quite more quality session done if I was in Sanctuary, say running with Ephraim and Column and. Yeah. Ian, well then you might get a bit more of a quality session, but it's yeah. not the worst. I, I, I think I, I can still, I still haven't had any problems hitting any times that Peter has asked me to do. So uh, it's just more of, more of a pain really trying to do it on your own. Like it's just long and boring really. Like just, yeah. that's only, that's only a real difference really. Yeah, and that's pretty much leading on to my next question really. It's like how you, like with me, because pretty much I've only really started taking training proper seriously the past two years, going run consistently, but like so i'm not really and i'm kind of like you before i started i didn't i've never got i didn't go on a run at all so on my own so i'm pretty used to like the team the team atmosphere mm. and aspect to running would you be the same and like would you be would you be missing that and how are you really staying motivated without that uh i'm actually quite used to running on my own um because i live in betystown which is like where if you remember where fantasia is so it's a bit oh, out yeah Yes, yeah, so it's not it's not a million miles out, but like I, I like there's no one to run with, so I generally would run most days on my own anyway, yeah. unless I was in college, I could be living in DCU. But um, I don't know, I kind of just I kind of think running just kind of adds to the structure to your day, really. So it's just I don't know, I feel productive, I feel good when I just yeah. run. So uh, for me, it's just like it's something to do, really. Like the, like what else are you gonna do? Like yeah, that's actually true. Good when you just, like I'm I'm resting this week, but I'm still doing like just like just even just core and a few glute stuff yeah. and just staying kind of loose that way because I just you know you feel good when you move so um I kind of I'm just used to it. like no it wouldn't be the end of the world if I was told you can't meet in groups to train for another yeah. couple of weeks like it'd be a bit yeah it's not great but like oh, it wouldn't be the, for me now it wouldn't be at the end of the world so yeah I just kind of you know the, the training you'll do now it, it's going to pay off eventually so like you may not be like oh I want a track season but like the work you're going to do now it's eventually going to pay off yeah exactly Getting more training in really is probably going to make your cross country season a bit better a bit because better, yeah. you know, there'll be no tapering uh, weeks. There's going to be no kind of weeks you have to ease down. You're just going to make your base even bigger. Yeah. So um, it's going to pay off eventually. So, like, whatever stuff you do now, it will eventually pay off. Yeah, as you said, just like build that foundation right now, and then when we get back with the team, get like the solid sessions in now before before uh, the, the cross country season starts. And uh, on on the no basis of cross country, you've had you've had a lot of success individually and with the team over track and cross country. But before we actually get into that, what would you actually prefer, track or cross country? I think I used to say I used to say cross country, but then in the last maybe year or two, I'd probably say track. Um, just as I'm getting older, I'm like, oh, and I say older, 22. But uh, <laughs> I just I think you kind of you can't really get away with. Um, kind of running like I don't run crazy mileage, mileage like it's 70 to 80 maybe more 80 um, it's quite hard to 
kind of be competitive in cross country really now that I'm a senior like you're up against marathon lads and you're up against real 10k guys so yeah. I probably would say track now I'd be like there's a better like there's a better chance of me making championships and stuff like that on the track so I'd probably say track now but I, I'm kind of still very much like at the end of track you're kind of sick of track and you're dying yeah. for a bit of cross country so I'd probably say track now at this stage that's that's fair and would you would you be able to confess that maybe that we don't have a track season you're missing that a little bit and that that could inf- that influence your answer a little bit or not really um no i still think i still think i would still pick track first i think it is like it is a ball yeah that like there's yeah. no track but i still think i would pick track first anyway yeah um i just in the last couple of years i've probably had the most success on the track my times and the times are probably more impressive than say performances cross country yeah, yeah. anyway so um i think i definitely pick track now at this stage yeah no, that's that's fair and obviously as you mentioned there you probably had more success on the on the track and cross country but uh, you were you did take part on if i'm not mistaken the junior uh and you well at one stage anyway in your clonliffe career you've taken part in the junior and senior uh cross country all Ireland, and uh, you've come away with a few titles haven't you um i've won like i've won a 3k on the track um i don't know, camera why i was only like i think it was seven, 18 maybe yeah um i think i've only won one I don't actually remember. Yeah, I, I kind of, I've had, I've a lot of seconds and thirds. Yeah. But I think I've only actually won one, and uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I think, I think I've only won one track, and then I've lost a team of team team goals from Aidens and Clonliffe. But yeah, I think on individual on the track, yeah, I think it's only. Oh, sorry, I've won an under twenty three, so it's two, a three k and a fifteen hundred is what I've only won. So, um, but lost of seconds, unfortunately. Well, it still still melts uh, in the bag anyway. And uh, cross country wise, uh, how how did that look for you really with club like club bundles and individually? So like from really um, like not as far back as you remember, but relatively recently or relatively uh, really. My first like I say when I first joined Clonliffe that time, I would have joined obviously whenever training starts back like September, and then that November my first other I got eight so i would have got like you got a little medal there yeah, yeah and then i got second in the schools all ireland then that march so then that's that was there they were kind of my first ones and then i think i have another silver from like an under 17 uh i have a bronze on the track under 17 or 18 i think um then yeah i have a few like a few schools thirds i think so a bit of a mix, yeah. A lot of se- yeah, second and thirds, but and then our Aidens team. I'm sure O'Neiler has mentioned like we 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 pretty much won everything. Yeah. And um, we rarely lost a race. Like if we did with Lewis, it was a big deal. So uh, yeah, no, I've racked up a lot of medals. I think f- even from the first year I joined and third year, we medaled every year. We met bronze, silver, gold, gold, Jesus. and then the year we got silver, I think we only lost by one. But then the following year, we only won by one. So. Um, you know, definitely since I joined Aidens anyway, I uh, yeah, I started to pick up a lot more medals, say, team-wise anyway. Like, I think there was pretty much a gold team from every race. I, I, I don't know. That's only a guess now, but yeah. I can't I can't remember ever losing, ever losing an Orleanster or Orleanster, so... That's that's uh, untitled to have anyway, not being able to remember the last time you lost. That, that, that was yeah, I, 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 I think that I, the last time I can remember losing it was, was the intermediate schools. We lost to St. Flannans and Ennis. Yeah. Um, by one point so I, I i don't think we lost for the last two years anyway Jesus. from what i can remember anyway 
personally like the, the skill I attend uh, it's not it's not like we've a couple of lads like three lads me and two others that that actually are big into running and we actually do run and take it seriously but 90% of the people on the team are just doing it to get out with school uh, which which like you can see like you yeah, can't yeah. blame them for really but, I've, I've been there myself so. oh yeah I've been there myself as well definitely but um uh, like basketball would probably be the biggest sport on my scale and I'd love to go obviously Aiden's is way too far out I have to make a 30 minute trip out to Sanctuary every night and when next Tuesday when we go back I won't be able to go to the first session because the uh, the 5 kilometer radius oh yeah yeah. so that's a bit disappointing but I definitely would love to attend a school uh, that's like big into running and I'd be able to say that I can't remember the last time I lost but unfortunately I do remember the last time I've lost <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah I know Aids are quite a big basketball school as well, actually. I think we've, we've, we've won like an All-Ireland or two. We definitely won one All-Ireland when I yeah. was there. They won an All-Ireland as well. It's a very sports school, I suppose. I think they won... They just win all the kind of... The football, Dublin, Leinster's, hurling football, everything. everything really. It pretty much is a real sports school. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, it's just really sports school, really. We have the, there's, a good, there's good facilities, I suppose. Like, there's, yeah. you know, there's like a gym. There's pretty much everything you need, really. So, yeah, no, it's a good school to go to if... You definitely want to give sport a good go. Yeah, that's 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 true. And a lot of lads on my team go to Aidens, and uh, you, you can see not you can see the difference, but like you, like the train like you would this be right that you would have actually trained with the school um with Aidens like for running before like races and everything. Yeah, we just because it's just I think it's, it works out perfectly really. Um, Onilor has like obviously set up training. Yeah. Uh, the days that are not for clan lifts, so you like you just you're gonna do your your. 40 50 minute run regardless on a monday and a wednesday and then you do that in the school and then uh you know towards sixth year i think we didn't train we we, we still trained maybe not as much but still a lot because like you have leave yeah, yeah, and other leave stuff. but we kind of got together on a, like every friday because we were off early so we'd always like make sure it was friday is always a team day so yeah. we'd always meet every friday for a run so i think we switched i think i took my rest day then on a wednesday so i could run then on yeah. a friday so um, yeah, we kind of just adjusted a few little things and made sure we were always running together, like pretty much most days of the week, bar yeah. a few. Anyway. Do you know why we were saying that some people, and we've, we've been culprits of it as well, just going to get to the runs and the races and all to get out of school, but I feel like when you have a school dedicated to a sport and there's actually training involved, and especially training like running where it's fairly tough, it, it actually shows the people that want to that want to go for the running aspect and are, are actually committed to winning. So that's that's another reason why obviously it's a big sports school, school like Aidens do so well because we don't do any training for running and uh, it just as I said, ninety percent of the team is made up by people that just want to get out uh, get out of school. But I feel like when you actually have training, it shows who actually wants to be there. Yeah, I suppose it's not like it's not that enjoyable to sport sometimes. So. Yeah. I think anyone that would be at training, they're kind of there, and it's good crack as well. Like you yeah. get it, you're out, you're just out of school, like you're kind of sick of the whole school part. So I think it's just, it was just, it's just nice to kind of get out and just talk a bit of crap and yeah, all exactly. that. Just, yeah. Um. So yeah, it was just kind of more so nice to just get out and chat with the lads anyway. Yeah, that's fair. And uh, the fact that you said it there, it's not it, at times, especially when it's, it's it can be it can be not a very enjoyable sport and. Especially like when you're on the starting line of a of a 5k or 6k cross country racing, in the, in the freezing cold in the middle of October and it's it's lashing rain, the thoughts going through your head is like, why do I put myself through this? Why do I, why did I join running in the first place? But then the feeling when you finish the line and you you know you put everything out on the track and you know you done well is like it's a priceless feeling. 
yeah i think i think even even if you're winning the race or you're coming whatever like i think everyone's going through that that feeling because i i know i've definitely like been say when it's your age kind of looking at the the front lads and they just and it looks so easy it's like how are they doing that but yeah. now they say i might be one of those guys who's at the front you know it's still as painful and yeah. it's it may look easy but it's it's only a poker face really like you're just you're i'm dying on the inside and like <laughs> yeah like there is points in the race where you're just you're absolutely dying but yeah. like you can't you kind of think it back and like usually the points you're dying say in a national it's like say that the hill and abbott sound like there's always oh, a yeah. like, crowd of people on that and there's roaring at you and you kind of get a buzz off that so um i think yeah i think no matter what level that you do go through that stage in a race yeah. going like oh god why do i do this like it's, it's absolutely fine feeling. yeah i think well, even even after the race i find like uh i know if i ran my hardest I, i'll be sick like 100 percent, i will be sick i think if i am not if i'm not sick i was like oh i, I deep down now i could have pushed it yeah. But, but like yeah at that time though, you're i'm kind of on the ground kind of wrenching to get the last bit of sick and that's there use the points I'm like why do i do this like you're just yeah. on the ground getting sick but, uh, but then when you're going up to get your medal it's just like this feeling yeah no it's worth it in the end yeah, yeah. i think i think like, i'm funny enough my spikes over there like they're still sick on them from the last race <laughs> um which I, I i'll be getting new ones anyway but um i don't know it's always, you always know when you've you've emptied the tank when yeah stick them up in a frame yeah, yeah <laughs> i think yeah the little bits of sick on them so i'll keep oh, them lovely. on <laughs> Uh, so basically what, what I was going to say is um, obviously the, the fact you just said there the lads up front they make it look so easy and just the stern face at the end even though and as you said now like you're one of them top lads up in the race and that's just the, the stern face you put on even at the end is just for the photographers at the end or you're mad at the end with the camera for the Instagram post you just put on the, the, the stern face just to get a good quality yeah Instagram like post. if you're winning the national you're winning any sort of races like you're not going across the line you know Energize. Energize, like you're you're bollocks. Like yeah. I, I, maybe that's just me, but like I'm bollocks. I look yeah. like I'm dying if I'm running a, you know, like sixty second four hundred pace or sixty five or seventy. I still look the same either yeah. way. I always yeah, look yeah. like I'm dying. So, uh, you know that yeah. So it, it's hard. So it's hard for everyone. Like, every, like when you're thinking in a race, like I'm dying here. Like you, the guy beside you, he's probably dying as well. Yeah. Like you're just trying. You're like I know myself. You just try not to make yourself look as tired, but like yeah, exactly. inside, you're probably bollocks. Like. In, in each race, it's like, obviously you have the lads that are really good and the lads that aren't as good, but it's pretty much who can not die the the longest, you know? Who can, like, pretty much stay alive for the longest, pretty much last man standing, and whoever that is will end up winning the race. Yeah, you just don't, like, whoever kind of, like, I suppose doesn't give in, because the minute you give in and there's any sort of a gap that opens up to your man, like, you're yeah. realistically, you're probably not going to get him. So, like, yeah, that's just, true. You're kind of just running and kind of hoping, like, please die beside me or please give <laughs> up, like, because um, the tired you get, obviously, the less of a fight you kind of, yeah. you know, you have to fight for a, a win or fight for a place, like, you're like, oh, this is some effort, like. Yeah, and but, especially um, like, going into the final straight and you can hear the lad coming up behind you or you can hear his coach cheering him on, you're like, please don't kick, I'm too tired. Yeah, you're, you're kind of just, yeah, like, I, I know myself, I'm just like, I'm too tired to kick, like, please yeah. don't, like, <laughs> please don't, yeah, like, or like, I think in the last national I knew like the guy in front of me I was like he's the third spot or the second spot on the team I was like if I get that I'd probably be on the team for the Eurocross yeah. it's like oh I'll go for it anyway and you're like you're kind of kicking by and you're like please don't react like you're just like I really do not want him to react and yeah. you have to try and kick him now. So, but uh, you know so it doesn't matter what level you're at like it's, it's hard no matter yeah, what, uh, no matter what you're yeah. 
So uh, obviously we were talking a little bit, a uh, little bit there about your success over cross country and track. But moving on to to the big, big leads is uh, leagues is talking about your Irish vest. So uh, before we came on, you when we were texting, you said you, you had your first Irish vest when. Uh, the you know the Syab schools. Yeah. Thing. Yeah, that was my first one in 2012 in Scotland, I think. And funny enough. Adam O'Brien, he, we trained together like say every week, and he yeah. made the team as well. So it was class and all. And even at that stage, I wasn't in uh, Aidens, and O'Neiller was the coach there. Yeah. And like I didn't know, I didn't know who he was. And it was just funny then, like that September, then I'm, I'm walking around the the halls in Aidens, like so. <laughs> uh, that was my first one, anyway. So so, and uh, you also said so. What under were you then? Were you that was your under 17s, was it? Uh, for club boys, I think under 16s that year would have been under 16s and yeah. then junior boys in schools all right very good so and you also mentioned that uh you had your irish vest since the first one you got you yeah you, you qualified for the irish team every year through up until now uh i missed the following year i think i was like 10th or 11th so i missed about two or three spaces by yeah. a little bit then the following year i just scraped on I literally just kicked by your man at the very end and I got <laughs> last one so that would have been like TY yeah and and I think I ran like a mountain running race in like sometime in the summer I think under 70s or something but that was literally just for the the vest and the and the trip away like I, yeah. I tend to head last <laughs> uh, just for the trip and then after that was just like saying schools I think in my final year, I made my first Euro cross in sixth year Jeez, as a junior yeah. boy, and then I missed the following year under twenty three as a junior or as a, a true injury. And then yeah. the last two years now as an under twenty three, I've made the the Euro cross and the under twenty threes Europeans on the track. Jesus, so you've had your fair share of Irish fests anyway, and uh, obviously representing your country in any race, no matter how long you've been doing it for, is, is obviously a great feeling, and I wouldn't know that from experience as of right now, but I'd say, uh, just common sense, it obviously is a great feeling, but would you say the first one you ever got was the nicest feeling? Uh, yeah, it was pretty cool thinking, yeah, it's just, it's it's a bit weird, because at that stage, I've, I, don't, I would have only ran it, like, one or two vests like yeah. my school actually no really only my school vest and a clown lift vest and I remember kind of looking down and you're kind of just looking at the vest to see Ireland and that's actually pretty cool <laughs> yeah but um, yeah it is pretty cool like it's, it's quite nervous but it, it is pretty cool like it's, it is a special kind of special feeling when you're wearing a green vest yeah um, it's just a little it's just it's a little different I suppose but it, it is it is a cool feeling like yeah yeah I'd say it's a hopefully that's that's the dream anyway any competition is to uh, any time my running career to a uh, to, to get the Irish vest, so you see that. Yeah, no, def- definitely keep at it. Like yeah. I think it's 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 a sport. Like the lads that you see winning now, and the lads in the, even for the next couple of years, like the lads are winning. Like there's a decent chance they won't be as good as they get older. Yeah. Um, and like if say if I look back, I my my first of Ireland, I was thirty second. Like yeah, yeah. So yeah. and then like there's so many lads that I'm looking at now, and they were like loads of people like. The lads that I'd run, say, with Irish teams now, like I think Peter Lynch, I think he may have mentioned he didn't even make the, the All Ireland schools when he was yeah. that age. And like now he's like, say, over in the States, he's running, he's making All Americans, he's yeah, yeah. Uh, doing all that. So like it, it, it doesn't matter like where you are now. I think it's it's the lads who just kind of stick in with it, usually are the ones that will eventually get there and you'll eventually get it if, if you really want to. 
yeah and like as we, we mentioned before it's all about consistency and working hard and obviously training hard but like training smart as well would you would you kind of live by that like obviously as you said the lads that are winning now won't always be winning in the future obviously you'll have your good lads now that will continue on being uh, being top athletes but would you would you agree with like the, the burning out and training smart and all would, would you kind of live by that as well? yeah especially when you're younger i think clonliffe Clon- Clon- definitely do the best job at that i think um you know fogo and uh fogo will train you to for for a certain amount of certain amount of say miles or a certain amount of intensity he'll train you to a certain limit yeah and then then you'll move on to joe and he'll open another little bit more but then they'll, they'll never just keep opening they'll bring you to a certain level and then it's time for you to move on yeah. and then eventually you'll get to peter at my coach now and then you're kind of a senior so like you're expected is, to yeah so like so like the point the kind of easy thing to say, like if if Fogo says go for a fifty minute run, like it's not a thing. Oh, I'm gonna get better if I do a sixty minute run. Like yeah. there's a reason why he's only telling you to do yeah. fifty minutes, or there's a reason why he's doing that because it, like it's it's like a ladder, I suppose. You have to you have to hit each stage of the ladder. Yeah, and exactly. If you just skip a few, you're probably gonna get injured. There's so many lads like you see juniors, and like thinking about now, like juniors running like 70, 80 miles a week, and I'm like, there's not a hope in hell. I when I was like 16, 17, being able to run that, like I think yeah. I was only. Running like 40 50 maybe yeah i'm currently running so, about 30 to 40 miles a week yeah so like it's it's you're better off like just slowly creeping up because you like you don't want to kind of run too many miles you're gonna, you're gonna pick up in like there's there's loads of lads that have picked up injuries that are like really yeah. bad injuries because their body's still growing like your body's like you're like becoming a man saying like you don't want to be putting too much pressure on that like, yeah i so, get you um, whatever like whatever Fogo says and whatever when Joe says it's just you do that like if anything you do a little bit less if you were tired, really tired but, yeah exactly uh, never more like so because you don't want that like I think burnout is probably mental but in a way like you can burn out in the sense that you'll be too like if you're so full on when you're 15 or 15 or 16 you're just by the time you get to college you'll be fed up like you're like yeah, you're sick of it yeah exactly so you're, when you, so if you're saying like you're full on with training like, make sure like Make sure you're going out with the lads. Make sure you're you're going to a disco. Or make sure you're doing little stuff like that, yeah. like and eating whatever you want. Like, don't be too serious, like, because even at now, for me, like, I'm quite like I I eat pretty healthy, but like I still eat like I still, you still have, have the days and all. Yeah, you still have the days. I still have. Yeah. Um, I have like I'll, I'll eat crap as well. Like I'll eat good stuff. I'll eat crap stuff. Yeah. So that kind of burnt the kind of question about burnout kind of comes with everything really what you eat what you do your lifestyle really so i think at that is you're better off just, just be like a normal 15 year old that's training yeah, exactly. on do all the little things right but uh don't restrict yourself really that's yeah. that's that's what i say don't not go out with the lads unless you have a race the next morning that's that's something yeah like, that's different yeah but that's but like, like every sport really if you have a match the next yeah. morning or whatever yeah yeah just 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 i think it's the lads that just are relaxed about their training just just do the running and then don't worry about anything else, yeah. really. And if it if it starts becoming like a chore to you and you start not really enjoying it, that's when you need to kind of step back and look. Maybe take yeah. a week off or maybe do something different instead of running. Yeah, because like it's it is a quite a boring sport. Like I know, like yeah. there's and like I don't exactly love say a Wednesday morning when I'm out running. Like I'm just so tired from this previous session. So yeah, it's definitely good to have other interests. Really, like other up in your time, like. I go to like I have other interests like I go I, I work in my dad's shop or I go to college and I do so other stuff like yeah. hang out with my friends like so I don't, it's not all just running 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 like I think there probably is a time yeah, if you're 
a professional runner or you really wanted to run kind of like that level you probably will have to be like that but yeah, for, exactly. for a young lad or even me now it's like it's good to have some some other interests to kind yeah. of um keep your mind occupied yeah exactly and uh like me personally i'm big into football and all obviously now that's 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 not going ahead and uh like other things they said going out we are mates and all and just living like the normal like 15 up to like 20 year old life really and not restricting yourself as you as you mentioned because uh it, as you you did say this and it's a fairly good point that like you burning out you don't really burn out physically as such you burn out mentally and you kind of you kind of start yeah. uh kind of as i said making it a chore and uh, not enjoying it as much and I'm, I, I'm not saying that that's like what it is for me right now which is kind of repetitive on my own every day because which i mentioned yeah. like i'm used to kind of the team atmosphere and also uh i'm trying to get back with the team as quick as possible and i feel like uh, even though i'm getting good miles and all in right now i feel like getting back with the team and all will really give me like that boost and we're really times to start really like i'm like building the foundation right now but when we get back to the team we'll really start adding on to it and the time to start really adding up yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, just 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 keep at it. Just yeah. keep at doing that because the bigger your base is, the more you'll be able to. The, the longer you say you'll be able to last in a session in a race. So like yeah. obviously, the, it's like the pyramid, I suppose. Like the longer, the bigger your base is, the more you'll be able to yeah, stack up. up. Yeah. So like it will pay off eventually. And sure, like I think the restrictions, the restrictions are gonna ease now every couple of weeks. So like you kind of you'll be back up to kind of ready in, in no time really and yeah. you have to kind of remember like it's not you injured or you not being able to get trained it's like everyone in the world literally yeah is in the same is in the same boat so that kind of even for me it makes it a bit more confident like yeah. i'm not i'm not able to run what i planned this summer but no one else is so that's kind of yeah, makes it nice exactly. yeah. and uh obviously like crown and everything is right now has become so much bigger than just sports and all it's actual people dying so you kind of need to Focus on the training now, but uh, for like race wise and being with the team wise, like you can't really dwell over it because there's so much more happening in the world now that's so much bigger than sport. Yeah, exactly. I just, uh, I would say, just, just don't stress over the running. Really, like I'm very relaxed yeah. training wise. I'll, I'll just go out do my run, do a few gym bits after form roll that night, and just keep doing that. Really, it's, yeah. it's not really stressing over like not really as rigid maybe as I was. So. It's more so just doing whatever it takes to enjoy the run, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, we we were we were talking about your uh, success with well your Irish vest anyway, and uh, on that topic, from like your recollection or over the, all the years that you've ran with Ireland and for Ireland, what would you say was your best year or your favorite year, or, like your just best moment with running for Ireland? Yeah, funny enough, I don't actually like there's none of the, 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 I, I look back at a lot of them like oh I didn't really run that well like I know say my last like my last two were probably my my worst probably like I think the last one in Lisbon I just wasn't I just wasn't ready for a course like that I just wasn't yeah. fit enough uh, I ran my track season into to August and I just the period I had to build up was just too short and I had a lot of other stuff going on I just I didn't I just it was the worst race and then yeah. the previous race. I missed out on the final, but I, I don't know how much. I didn't. It wasn't that much, but I think it was still a bit. Uh, like I'm back and like I ran like a donkey. Like I don't know what I was doing, but I'd probably say I'd probably just go back. I probably my first one really. It was just not. I think I like even though it was probably the most smallest, meaningless one. Yeah. It was just nice that I think I don't know where I came. Like maybe. 14th or 15th and I think it was about halfway in, about in the middle of the race. Yeah, I think it was. But I think it was more so just the fact of. 
you know really wanting that or even my first like my my Eurocross I think I ran in Tilburg like I was I think I wanted the top 40 I think and I think it was 50 but I think that race I really wanted it I kind of that yeah. was the year I stepped up to the 10k and uh, I was ninth as the senior so it was more so like the the kind of road to get there was the more enjoyable part like yeah that's fair I'd really, I'd really like I just I ran that national like perfect and I'd made the team so I'd say I so the answer kind of would be was maybe my first one I don't know yeah. I think it was more so the buzz of just just being on an Irish yeah, team yeah that's really. what I was thinking yeah like the the first set of gear you get and uh, the like meeting like new new mates and all and uh, the actual experience getting to fly over and and actually represent your country that like obviously if there was a year like Ephraim last year obviously getting what was it sil- he got silver didn't he he got bronze he just made, he he had silver till the very end oh like, yeah he, yeah yeah Turkish guy got him at the very end so obviously for him that's obviously his best moment run for Ireland and if you get to uh, someone like that obviously Ephraim's a class top class athlete and but even if you don't there's so many other like the experience and there's even like a specific race if you just feel like you ran well there's so many different ways that uh, you can be proud of a race or a moment during like your career and even getting on an Irish team and I know it's not that much coming from me but it's obviously a great achievement yeah no definitely yeah it is just kind of remembering that like there's, it's quite hard to make an Irish team I think that I kind of got into that mindset now it is quite hard it is but then like when you kind of do that now you're like right it's kind of making the team making the team is not quite good enough like I think now I'm senior like so say talking about a medal is like a bit much but even just trying to fight to make into into, into finals would be like yeah. the next you'd want to be able to do or just just make a make a stamp really on the race and kind of show you really gave it a go yeah exactly so like kind of making up the numbers really just kind of you're showing it that you gave it a good go to make it the final kind of giving your best really and I suppose after that you can't really do you can't really do anything else yeah exactly and uh, obviously you've you've had great success with Ireland and obviously we're gonna like you, that's gonna move over on to uh, when you move over to America but I just kind of because obviously I'm only in fourth year I don't know too much about college and college courses and everything so I'm just gonna let you explain basically the course the course you've done in college obviously we don't go too detail into that and what yeah. running in DCU uh, was actually like for you uh, yeah so I studied um, education and training which is like it's kind of usually like a back door to teaching yeah. um, you can do that you can do my course for like it's three years and then you can do like a, a postgrad in like primary school or secondary school and then you're a teacher and it's it's the same like I, I think people kind of people kind of look down on it because it's not that many hours a week like I, I was only in like two or three times a week for like, a, for like two lectures which is nothing really and yeah. um, you're actually just it's like you're actually just for, like for the uh, for one, I can do one extra year and I'm gonna be the same as someone who did primary school or secondary school teaching, which that course is like so demanding. Like you have to do loads of placements. There's a lot of like just shite really that you have to do. Yeah, where exactly. my one, it's a lot easier. Like I only kind of did it because I just didn't really know what to do. I, I knew I wanted to do business, but like I knew I didn't have enough points. So I was like, I'll just do that, and then I'll do a, a master's in business, which I'm going to be doing. Yeah. Because um, I could, I suppose, it, when, when you do a master's, it doesn't matter what you did in your undergrad. You can just yeah. do whatever you want, and then do a master's. And then if you have a master's in business, that's obviously going to be a higher priority. It's going to be higher, say, than your undergrad. So it wouldn't really matter what you do in your undergrad. But, yeah. Uh, in terms of running, like, I, I lived in a house on campus, which was all 
was all runners. Well, I'll say um, track and field. That he said I lived with like a thrower or a jumper, sorry, and a thrower yeah. and a sprinter. So was that um, fun living like, living like in the college? I'd say like thinking about it, it sounds so fun. Or what was that experience actually I, like? It's major crack. To be honest, I, yeah. I I loved every minute of it. Just kind of living on your own really. It's kind of cool. Like and you have your own room and you're just like just living with like loads of people you don't know. Like yeah. like my last school crack. Like I lived with like. Uh, yeah, three, three, three. One guy was like a normal guy. Funny enough, he just he didn't do anything. But the three other girls were like um, thrower, jumper, and sprinter. And it was just yeah, it was just good crack. Like yeah. just living with, like and this, you know, you can send out a, a text to the group chat and like oh, I'm running at like whatever time and tomorrow, and you get a few thumbs thumbs back, and everyone just meets outside the house at whatever time and you go for a run. Like yeah. so, it is good crack. And like I can love just going around chatting chatting joy really so like for me I was just walking around all, walking around all day just into people's rooms and kitchens just chatting really because yeah. it's, it's, when I say a house, it was like an apartment so it was like say five floors of ten people on each on each story so like that's a lot of people really so um, no it's just good crack really and if you're going, if you're kind of going on a house night out um, it's just it's just great crack really yeah. um, anytime you do get to, you do go out um, I didn't go out a whole lot I think I went out a few little bits after a while you get sick of it. It's the same thing over and over again. But yeah. um, anytime that everyone in the house kind of goes out, it's it's really good crack anyway. And like you're right beside the gym, so like I, it was easy to go to the gym because you're like a two minute walk from the gym and the pool. Yeah. So uh, obviously living there, and uh, as you said, you didn't have that many classes a week, but it still got you to the same place you wanted to be. And um, as you said, living there was great crack. But uh, running wise, was it? Was it different to to club? Because obviously in America, and all, they don't really join clubs. They um, they yeah. everything is pretty much true like the school. So with with uh the college in DCU was was maybe obviously the train because as we said, you had done pretty much the same train in your whole career with Clonliffe. Was it was it did you have to adapt to anything? Was there a big change or was it higher intensity or what was what was it like? Uh, funny enough, like when you when you get to DCU, like you can. Like you, you like you can go to, to the DCU training, or you don't. You don't really have to. Like I, I never once went to DCU training, so yeah. it's like funny enough. The people that went to DCU training were tend to be the people that don't have clubs, or they don't like they're living up. They could be from like wherever, like Sligo, or where they're miles away, where they wouldn't be yeah. able to train with their club. So like most people, and then there'd be always people in the house. Like there was a group of lads from Ullingar, so they'd always train together. Obviously, I would just run up to club on lift, like. Yeah, twenty minutes up the road, fifteen minute run up the road, doing my warm up that way. So like I didn't, I was basically just everyone's just basically doing their own thing, which yeah. it's the complete opposite to America, really, because you know you're there representing the college, and that's it. You're under their train and under yeah. their everything. In DC, really, it's it's literally it is everyone just doing their own thing, and then on the days the race is like the road relay, I think everyone they everyone kind of comes together and race. So like it's very much and it's it's not really team really like yeah. I, I, the only way I could would see them as a team is because I live with a lot of them. Yeah, that's fair. But it wouldn't be kind of in a training sense. We'd only go out for a run together, but like I never, I don't think I ever once did a session with yeah. anyone from DCU. I would like anyone that from DCU would have been Sean O'Leary or, or Adam O'Brien, like which are, would essentially have just been Clonliffe, really. So yeah. there was nothing. It was never really a change, really. And like I'd say, I'd say you did, you did race with them, or you did race against a few of the people that would, uh, that would you've been living with, would you? Have? Uh, yeah, you would like yeah, you'd, you'd, you'd like you'd, you'd be kind of like going to like say the night for the national, like I'm going to bed and like running from one guard the next day, and there's another lad upstairs. So like, I like you're you're kind of like 
you're not your team you're saying like we are good work for friends anyway so like yeah uh, even though we'd be running for different clubs like say at a, at a club national like i'm still still just friends anyway yeah like, exactly and i'd say you'd be friends friends race anyway yeah exactly and like when you go out it's every man for themselves but uh i'd say as you said you don't really uh, train together there are some lads that would uh train with the with the college but i'd say going on race day uh maybe for the first time or whatever uh, and seeing how it'd be actually like an indicator on how good everyone is because like some lad you, you mightn't like i know looks can be deceiving but you, you see some lad and you mightn't think he's that great and then comes out on race day and absolutely blitzes everybody so was that was that like did that ever happen like was there ever times where you, you kind of seeing somebody you didn't think was that great and then they absolutely done uh, mad well in the races or was it was a weird thing uh, how everyone how good everyone was like on the first race uh i think it was just you kind of like you're literally you, you are living with loads of people so you can actually see what they eat what they do so like sometimes you'd be seeing someone you're like how does he run that fast like all he eats is that yeah like i know like does one of the sprinters in the house and he has like an, an awful diet like it's the worst diet i've ever seen yeah he'll go out and win an irish senior yeah, like yeah, so yeah. i think it's more so just like it's just weird like it is kind of after fun it's funny after a while like everyone's kind of everyone kind of does the same thing like they eat the same thing and all but yeah. but then like there's certain people like like i don't know how he runs so fast like he eats crap or he goes out all the time drinking and he still runs pretty decent yeah but I suppose you just get to know the people um, so kind, kind of, of more personally. You can kind of relatively judge from like the way everyone lives, eats and drinks and all that. Like like obviously the lad that the sprinter, he has a crap diet and all, uh, but he still goes out and does well. But there are some lads in particular, or girls even, that you can pick out that you'd know they'd be good or you'd know they would probably be not as good. Yeah, I suppose I kind of come in, I, I kind of, like you would have like, I would have hung around, say, that house for like the year before, just just for the crack, like just before training, because I knew one of the lads in it. And you, I suppose you can kind of just you can see what people are eating and stuff like that. Like mm, she's a good she's a good runner, or she's a good thing. What's she doing? Like, and you're just kind of yeah. you're just that kind of copying, I suppose. After a while, like oh, yeah, he, that's fair. he eats a lot of whatever, and he's a good runner. So like you're kind of just going around, just sussing everyone out, and kind of taking bits from everyone and just yeah. adding that into your diet. Like I, I there was like little stuff. I'm trying to think that there was probably stuff that everyone in the house, like even treats though, it's not stupid as that. Like everyone, everyone yeah. seems to eat though. And I was like, I'd never eaten treats though. And now I love treats though. And it's probably yeah, not even that good for you, but like, it's just really nice. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you're kind of like walking around each each person's house, kind of looking around the scene if you, there's anything you can pick up. and uh, Yeah, it, even something small. Like. Yeah, so that's mad. That's pretty funny. So uh, obviously, uh, you you ran with DCU pretty much not with DCU but when it came to race day you ran for DCU and uh, yeah obviously there would you, you don't did, like what was the success kind of like uh, race wise with DCU? Um, I think DCU DCU would probably be the most like we are like probably the most successful team, but probably because everyone kind of comes to DCU because you'll get some sort of scholarship. Like I think for UCD like you have to be like the best of the best to get any sort of scholarship. Yeah. So they might only hand out two or three. So like. Most people are like, I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna get anything at all if they go to UCD. So if they go to DCU, you're gonna get some sort of scholarship. So that's why, like, we pretty much we won everything. I don't think I'm trying to think like in my three years, I'm I'm pretty sure we won everything. I don't I don't remember losing. And we won every road relay indoor and outdoor and cross country. So I actually don't think we lost Jesus. at oh, all. So, Could so be wrong, but I don't remember anyway. Yeah. So like. 
that obviously there's if you are winning everything there's gonna be people there watching and they're gonna be seeing like they are winning all the time so they're gonna be most likely gonna give you a scholarship and like how how did that come about really i know you you kind of knew that going to dcu is is obviously it's still a great achievement but you you, in the back of your head you kind of knew that was easier in a way to get a scholarship uh, going to dcu specifically so when coming to the scholarship uh how did that come about really uh, it kind of just makes sense, I think, because at the time, like when I was coming in, and Patrick was the coach, and he's really good friends with O'Neill. So it kind of just makes sense that anyone that from Aidens, they always just go to D- uh, DCU, and it just made it more more sense because, like, it's probably the closest university to me, and it's right beside Cliff, and it's right beside my friends. It literally just had everything, and then it was just a, it's, it's really just a case of just applying, re- applying for the the scholarship, really, and then. Like if you're anyway, anyway well known or decent, end of Fitzpatrick would have known you. So like he'll know, yeah, he's a good runner. And I would have chatted to end of like loads of times before I even got to DCU. So he would have known who I am anyway. Yeah. So, but it's not it, it's it's not much of a scholarship. To be fair, like I think compared to like the American one, I'm gonna get it's 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 really like peanuts compared to. It. But that's because the budget said like there's simply just not enough money. Like yeah, yeah. Uh, like American colleges just have so much money compared, but um. It was yeah, it was more so just a case of just just applying really, and and uh, and I would have known who I am anyway. So yeah. it, it wasn't. I don't think it was too hard really. It was just getting into the college part was the, any sort of a, was the big kind of part. Just get in first, and then he'll sort out the rest. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So uh, uh, obviously at the end of the day, any sort of scholarship, no matter how you get, is it, it's it's a nice feeling. Obviously, I'd say when you get it. But uh, what what does if you want to explain like kind of what does this scholarship? In- include for you really and when when hopefully you know after COVID now when do you hope to get over um yeah so basically like, I met the Portland coaches in Lisbon at the Eurocross they came to my hotel and we had a chat just about Portland say in general and coming there and really it's kind of like to to be very clear it's he was literally like get yourself to the airport and I'll take care of the rest so yeah that's a I'll fly there and they'll pick me up. I have like an apartment with a room, obviously. Uh, they'll take care of So that's my accommodation paid for, fees, uh, college fees, that's all paid for. Uh, meals, I have like, I don't know, three or four meals a day on like a, on like a card that I just scan in. For yeah. And that's all paid for. Um, you know, you'll travel to races, like I think like there's, there's races all around the country they're gonna fly to, so all them sort of flights and those trips they're gonna pay for the flights and give you money for. Um, any sort of training gear uh, will be paid for, they'll give you shoes and spikes, and just gear really. Yeah. And uh, anything really you can think of that, I, I, like there's not there's nothing else, I, like the shoe, funny enough, the only thing they mentioned you, you pay for your own is like obviously if you go for a coffee outside at the campus, yeah, obviously yeah. you pay for your own and just even just li- like the small stuff like cleaning your clothes, like the laundry room and stuff like that, like you do that yourself. Yeah, and, that's fair, yeah. Uh, but that's really the, the only thing, so like there's not like, there's nothing really else I think you need to, to do to, to live really is you have accommodation, food, training gear travel everything paid for so anything you can really think of pretty much is paid for yeah and uh so obviously you're getting you're going to be getting treated like royalty over there anyway so it will but, be compared to here yeah 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 but um 
it, it, when like even looking at videos or looking at races like the american athletes professional or uh, amateur really they do stand out and the the train over there is top quality so obviously it's gonna benefit you so much but are you a bit nervous because you think like the volume or the intensity it may be too much or are you looking forward to it and are you confident uh i am a bit nervous because i'm gonna be changing coach like in an ideal world i'd love to stay and for Peter to be my my foot my, my coach, but he's still gonna be my co my like my, my coach, even when I go over and my not not say my coach, but I still look for Peter for yeah, advice because voice I have quite a close close relationship with Peter. But I think it's just the change in the training really. But it's not even like I would have I done my homework say with how Portland change cha trains. So it's not like it's not like it's a totally different system. So yeah. I'm not too nervous. It's more so nervous. Yeah, it's just to change a coach change of environment really is, uh, is a bit nervous but i don't think i'm 22 now so like i'm not 18 going over so i'm a bit more mature yeah, I've, yeah. I've built myself up with loads i'm glad i didn't go to america when i was 18 i i was able to kind of grow myself for the and last four years here. More and yeah so like yeah. i'm running kind of fairly i can run fairly decent mileage now and you know going over like they're not they're quite open to how much you run like i think this report in particular like how much i run is under my supervision so like yeah. outside the set it's up to me how far i want to run so like i know i'm 22 now and i've ran whatever so they're they're probably not going to go they're not going to tell me to do a load of different stuff clearly i know clearly what i'm doing is working so yeah uh, all, all i'm going to do is what i would have naturally done here is uh, instead of running 70 minutes in total on a monday and a wednesday and other days i might go 80 minutes or something like that yeah, just yeah, like yeah. just 10 minutes more just a little bit gradually more and that's really it like so i'm yeah probably i am i, I suppose to answer i am somewhat nervous but i suppose it's kind of natural really like yeah, yeah, yeah. i've never been to america in general so um so be it'll be fun anyway, I can, i'll be getting like a, i'll be kind of getting into the summer schedule there kind of summer schedule in the start of june so i can i'll probably try and incorporate that into like any sort of sessions that i might get to do before i go with clan lift so uh, no, it should be fine. It's not a whole lot different to training yeah. to home, which is obviously what I was kind of looking at when I was looking at going over. And uh, obviously, as you said, what you're doing right now is, is definitely working and all. So you'd, and they're, they're obviously top coaches and all over there. They know what they're doing. So it, realistically, they're not going to pile so much more harder and a lot more training on to you. Because if, first of all, if what you're doing is working, it keep doing it. And second of all, you don't want to get injured as well. Like... No, no, that's that, that. Like even like I made the point, like instead of going on a Monday, instead of going for a seventy-minute run or a seventy-five-minute run, like that just sounds like that's a long run just for a recovery run. Yeah. So I just split it up, and you know they were they were more than they were okay with that. Like, yeah. Of course, like you go for a run with the team at whatever time of the day. It's like half one. I think you might go for a run. You know, if you only do want to do five or six miles, that's fine because you would have done maybe four or five that earlier that yeah, morning. Yeah, yeah. So that's whatever works yeah they, they seem they, they seem flexible which was obviously what i was looking at when i wanted to go over yeah. some sort of flexibility anyway so um it's obviously that's going to be a, gr a great experience for you and i know uh, a lot of my mates on my team anyway listen to the podcast and when i told them that you were coming on they they're they're looking forward to it because not only is like the fact that you said our training 
it isn't a lot different obviously you do a higher intensity now but a lot of it would be pretty relatable and a lot of people would have wanted to hear uh what you were thinking and how you're feeling about going to america and uh, from what you just said you seem pretty confident and you're looking forward to it so obviously that's good and i wish you luck with that anyway and um obviously we, we've spoken uh, a lot about your uh, your success in running and uh, it does been a lot of it obviously and um, but i just kind of wanted to touch on a bit running is a very obviously impact sport on your legs and uh it's it's very easy to get injured and in running if you don't stretch if you if you're doing the wrong sessions now so if you ever had to deal with a pretty bad injury or uh, any injury uh, for that matter um i think my first injury that was like quite big ish i think i well i never got a scan but the physio was pretty sure it was a stress fracture in my shin yeah. Uh, I was in fifth year, but I, at that point, like I remember growing up, I knew I had flat feet, which you don't think like something like your feet, you don't really think much of. You're like, oh, it's only my feet, but your yeah. feet is like so. It's the important. one that makes the impact literally. Yeah. On the ground so like, each I was running like so. Like, I was there. I run in Pegasus now, but I have orthotics, which are like really good orthotics. Yeah. Which I know some people don't agree with orthotics, but like they they work for me, so I'm just gonna keep using them really. But. Uh, I have like no arch in my foot at all. Like, it's like a pancake. Yeah, like, no, I've seen it on your there. Instagram story. Yeah, there is nothing <laughs> there. So it kind of makes sense when I'm running, my foot is going to constantly fall inwards. Yeah, and you're not going to kind of have again. that roll really. Yeah, you're just going to constantly fall inwards. So yeah. eventually, like, obviously, when you're meant to be running, it's meant to, the force is meant to go all the way up your leg yeah. evenly. So it was only going on one side of my leg. Yeah. So eventually, your bone is eventually going to crack. Yeah. And that's what happened really. So I was out for like six weeks, I remember. And then I got like orthotics then, but then it happened again, like maybe a year later. So then I got better orthotics, the more expensive, harder ones, which yeah. are, you know, your, your feet are blistered to fuck for the first couple of weeks yeah. because they're so hard, but they work. Um, so I, I just like little stuff like that. So like, I think for anyone that's like your age or even a bit younger, just make sure you get stuff like that looked at. Like if you have flat feet or if you need, need orthotics to do it, because it, like if you're running in neutral shoes, you're not going to get any support if you have no arch or you just yeah. basically the, the, you shouldn't just kind of go out and look at the, the nicest looking shoes or the ones that everyone else is wearing the one that's ones best that for you but yeah. like if, if you had to if someone told you to wear i don't know whatever shoes the ugliest pair of asics but you were never going to get injured you know like yeah, wear, definitely them. wear them yeah. yeah whatever ones that you don't get injured wear they're the ones you wear because like i know myself in training it's not about I, for me i don't really care if i'm wearing heavy shoes or like I'm not, I never, I don't, I have never once trained on the track in spikes for about five years now. I haven't ran spikes once outside of a train, outside yeah. of a race, because I just kind of want to cushion everything and make sure everything, like, get to the race day 100%. I don't really yeah, care if it feel good in training. So um, I had like little stuff like that. I've had a lot of like niggles in, in the sense of like my knee or my yeah. Achilles it flares up every, it flared up a couple of weeks ago, but I know how to. I know how to kind of fix all those little problems. So even if like, if there was anyone, any of the lads listening, like if they have any sort of an ego, even just text me on Instagram because I probably would have had it before and I know yeah. how to fix it. But yeah, most of sure. the time it just takes rest and like taking a few days off does like, it, it, you could just nip and, really. no, it's yeah. Like a tree, like usually my, my rule is usually three or four days off yeah. and then it's gone then. Or if you kept running on it for an extra week or two, it's going to turn into a couple of weeks. Yeah. So, so you're better off getting dealing with it straight away than dwelling Just nipping in the bud, like, yeah. yeah, because if it happened on a Monday, 
you could take a few days off and then you're running by the weekend and it's yeah. fine then where yeah. if you can like there's no point keep running that because it, something would have got sore or injured injured from running so but just doing more running it's, it's, like, it's not going to make it any better yeah, exactly. and then the older you get the, the more you'll you'll understand this is just a tight like you, you just know you i know my body really well like oh no oh this is this is something i probably should stop running or this is something and i'll be grand it'll be gone in a few days yeah. and it usually is but just getting to know your body like if you're someone who's like prone to a certain injury like i don't know any sort of an injury like make sure you're doing the strength and exercises or the little stuff like it is a pain but like it whatever will, it will you, up in the end, really. yeah whatever whatever keeps you injury free if it's house little or stupid just keep doing that really yeah that's exactly and obviously as you mentioned there are a lot of physical aspects to a to to an injury just rest do all the recovery and everything you need and uh, someone like like myself or someone like yourself who who's been run like especially you who's been running consistently for for a pretty long time now and when when you get an injury like that it, it can it can affect you mentally because you just want to go so bad that it, did that did we, like from your shin injury did were you affected mentally at all or, or what was the story there like with that uh yeah i suppose you're just you're out of your your usual routine really so you, you are going a bit cracked really and you're just going a bit mental like i think like for me like i with most injuries you can swim usually so i usually just yeah. swim and swimming is a good one because you just feel really good after swimming i think it's because you're really you're bollocked after so you just kind of yeah. feel good so whatever i I kind of I would just do anything that like just makes you feel really tired like because it feels like you've done something even like a bike but sometimes a bike some injuries I know probably bike's not best yeah, yeah, so yeah. Like, swimming is your best case but like even like little things like keeping the same schedule like I know for I had an Achilles my Achilles flared up for like a week or so couple, about a month or two ago a month maybe six weeks ago and like I, little things like I would have ran in the morning, I would have ran in the evening. So instead of going for a run, I just got up and I went for a walk. Get up, yeah, and then exactly. Ran and walk. So just keeping the same structure, the same routine you would have had is what like I kind of do to kind of keep us out mentally. And even same, just, yeah. just try and not look at running really. Just do anything but run, or yeah. anything like don't look at any sort of running because you're just going to be dying to get out and run again. So you're better off just, just do the rehab and just. I don't know. Do something. Just don't watch running videos, anyway. <laughs> and obviously, don't use it as an excuse to do absolutely nothing. Because as I said, when you got your injuries, you kept you kept a routine. So so still get up early, go for a walk, go for a swim, do do something to other than running. And obviously, don't use obviously some injuries like if you break a limb or anything. There's obviously excuses to yeah, lie yeah. down and everything. But for like a, a different kind of injury, as you said, like a flared muscle or whatever. Um, definitely don't use it as an excuse not to do anything else so do incorporate something different into your routine and definitely keep a routine so getting up early going to bed at the same time and uh, it, and would you that would definitely help it, as well physically like keeping a bit of exercise up but it'll definitely keep you mentally sane uh, for the amount of time that you're out yeah and especially like the work you do usually when you're injured like it'll just make when you get back running a bit easier like if I know if I would have at one stage when I was injured the year I just kept getting injured on and off it was like 2018 I would have swam in the morning and the evening like I hate I can't swim really I'm terrible well I'm alright like yeah. not great like, in the but I would have done it twice yeah I can do the better I can't do the whole like kind of the whole breathing aspect that's, that's yeah. what, a bit stupid looking on a swim but like <laughs> it's more so the effort to get the heart rate up yeah exactly but I would have just done that and it just makes the comeback really a bit easier like it's you're when you come back running like it's not like oh yeah, i did loads of cross training i'm still really fit like it's just running is not the, like you can't really it's not gonna be the same 
by just doing loads of swimming but it was just make the comeback a little bit easier yeah. and then in the sense of when you were saying uh, it's not like a you shouldn't be kind of just saying oh, I can't do anything now because I'm injured like yeah. that's probably one of my own pet hates because I think a lot of lads in college you know, they'll, they'll feel oh, I can go out and drink now loads because I'm injured so what else am I doing but there's little stuff like that like yeah. for example like if you drink alcohol you're kind of blocking any of the proteins that like fix or kind of fix anything fix that's wrong so if you're going out drinking all the time like it's going to delay your injury even longer because you're yeah. going out drinking loads now fair enough yeah, you can go out, go out for a night out or two because you, you would have never usually got to do that but yeah. like without have taken the piss really and um yeah just just be smart about it really yeah be smart about it just kind of if you really want to get back as quick as possible sensibly like you'll do the cross training you'll do stuff like that to kind of yeah. keep yeah it's more so keep yourself taking over rather than rather than physically yeah that's fair uh, obviously uh, with engine we were talking about you you mentioned like your foot really flat and everything and uh, we were talking about even if it's the ugliest shoe in the world uh, but it makes you uh, it keeps you from getting injured and it, it feels good on you and it works out with you so obviously you specifically and a lot of other people like you would need a pretty specific kind of shoe so uh, runner wise uh, and uh, spike wise what would be like your main favourite brand or the fa- your like most favourite pair that you've ever worn uh, I've like I, I just stick to the same shoe like so I, I wear like the, the Pegasus the Nike ones yeah uh, they're the ones I and I just stick my orthotic in them and then I've literally just worn Nike really all the time. Like yeah. I think so. I just I don't know for cross like for cross country. I just wear whatever ones really out there in the house. Like just any spike really. I'm not yeah too fussy. And then on the track, I, I wore them with tumbos the last few years. I kind of wanted to get the, the Mambas this year. The kind of the steeple yeah. bike. They looked pretty yeah, cool. They look so nice. They look really nice. They're like all white. So I really wanted yeah. them, but I have to wait now. But I I just basically wear all all Nike really. Um, I like the. I have the next percent, but I only really wear them for a race, and then I wear like the kind of the vapor flies for like sessions and stuff like that. They're kind of they look like a Martin shoe, yeah. and I usually just wear them. So I think uh, because I, funny enough, I did the first time I got an Achilles injury was 2018, and it was the year I decided to get a different brand, a different model of Nike. I got the Vimeros, which are a bit harder at the back. And yeah. They would have so after like six i was out for like six or seven weeks with the achilles injuries because the hardness in the back of the shoe would have rubbed off my achilles and eventually flared it up yeah so i obviously said that day i'm never changing so i just stick to the pegasus now so whatever shoe you wear i i just i, I know myself i never change i'll never change i'll did, just stick to the shoe and did you did you did you purchase in the pegasus 37s i didn't even know it was three i only got my new ones here like a couple of weeks ago, I got them oh. like um, there was a big set on Nike. I only got them for like fifty six quid or something, thirty sixes. I didn't even know it was thirty sevens. Yeah, they came out there a few weeks ago. They they uh, they look quality. They look really good. I had a, a pair of thirty fives there a while ago, and I'm currently wearing Hocus. And just today, my uh, do you know the Nike Streak Seven Flats? There. Yeah, pair. I was gonna get them actually. Yeah, yeah. I have them. Actually, I have, I have them here. There they are. There. Yeah, no, they're the exact ones I was going to yeah. get because they, they're kind of, they're not they're not too lightweight, but there's still a bit of cushion in them. Because yeah, no, the ones I have are like Street 2s or something like that, so they're yeah. really skinny. So I think I, I definitely, I think I wore them for like a road race before and like my foot was bollocks after because yeah. it obviously was and too thin. Like they're just hitting the ground each time. Yeah, they were, they're like, they're so light now. Yeah. Like, they're unbelievable. Like, but no, like, these, I, I actually, uh, I thought, so basically I had my run today and uh, when I got them, I thought they they were a bit small, so I had to wait for my dad to come home to uh, 
to see if they were all right on me but so i didn't actually get to wear them on my on my run but just before we came on i done a few strides in them and I, i'll start breaking into them so they feel good and i'm telling you they feel really good if you're thinking about buying them even after a few strides i'd I would definitely recommend them and uh, I'm actually going to be doing a review and it's going to be going up on my channel so if you want to wait for that to see what I yeah, I'll wait for anyway. that, yeah. and uh, so but even from like first impressions after two strides they're top quality like they're light as you said as you can probably I don't know if you can see it says zoom has the, the zoom foam in them as well they're, they're quality yeah I, I think that I had the, the same reaction for the next percents I, I, I splashed out and got them before are they good are they like oh, are they, they hype they are, they are the hype, but like it's, I don't, you're just running, it's, it's hard to explain, but it literally is like a trampoline on your foot, really, like, they're just pushing you forward, like, so like, it's just like a no-brainer now to not wear them for like yeah, yeah. Uh, a road race, but they, I think the cushioning on them doesn't last that long, yeah. so I've literally, like, I spent like 250 quid on them, oh, and I wore them for, I wore them for, just under 14 minutes in a race like so, so you're, you're like you're, uh, you're worried that like you don't want to wear them out you don't want to like no i'm and, too yeah. afraid to wear them yeah. out so i'm only gonna wear them for a road race because the for the like obviously when you when you wear a shoe for the first time or the first few times it feels unbelievable the cushion is yeah. obviously perfect yeah so i kind of want to keep that feeling for as long as possible which i probably <laughs> won't run a road race now for quite a while but i'll just i'll just like i'll just let them sit in the bag over there till uh till the time comes but, but you never know now with your new scholarship over in america you might get a sponsorship with nike and you might have the alpha flies and the vapor flies coming in left right and center yeah, yeah that's the goal because portland actually it's portland's where like the nike hq is yeah yeah at michael jordan track so or is it michael johnson michael johnson yeah um so i think it's only down the road i think i've seen a few pictures of the lads on the team training on it so um yeah, that'd be pretty cool uh, after after my time there. No, I'd say it's definitely it's definitely a, a goal to have because it's very possible for, for for you anyway. And uh, so so yeah, as I said, gonna be doing a review on them. So if you if if you don't really care and you just want to buy them, obviously just get them. But if if you're maybe a little bit interested, you can come. The review will be going out next Tuesday. So. So, oh yeah, I'll tune in. Grand, grand. It, obviously, if you don't want them, you just want to get them. Like, just do it. But uh, I'm just saying, if if you'd be interested. So, um, obviously, moving on to from the shoes is uh, on the track, and we're we're gonna kind of wrap it up a bit. Uh, wrap, start wrapping up a little bit here. But basically, uh, obviously, COVID nineteen track season's cancelled. So, uh, before we came on, you did say that. Uh, the the 1500 was your main event so were you thinking uh, were you gonna run the 1500 and were you gonna run any anything else on the track this year or were you gonna do track this year uh yeah i my i, I kind of i've kind of had the same se sequence of races like i usually open up with a 5k on the track at the varsity which i think this year i would have maybe i think i had a, a small conversation with andrew Coskin and we kind of were saying we, we kind of make it fast yeah. Just give it a go. Like just the two of us, maybe just share the pace at the front, and get a just even get an. It'd be like if we if I ran under fourteen, uh, at the varsities it would have been nice. But I think my main goal, yeah, was the fifteen hundred. I I definitely wanted to go under three forty. Yeah. Um, I think nice. I would have been happy. Like anything three thirty nine or uh, would be I would have been happy with. But obviously, I think I'm kind of looking forward to maybe even fa faster than three thirty nine. But. Um, it would have been hard to just. It probably would have. It would have been hard to just get into races, but there still would have been a few now. I would have earmarked. Yeah. To, to get into, but I probably would have just. My main goal is really yeah was probably just to go under three forty. I think I'd like to under one fifty for an eight hundred. So any one for anything one forty nine ninety nine whatever 
under one fifty, I would have taken. Mad. Which I think, I think it would be hard. I think because yeah. I'm a bit more of a five k guy. Yeah. But um, I still think I still think I maybe could have managed the strength. What it's kind of use my strength to kind of get me over the line. But yeah. And, and then I definitely wanted to break four for the mile uh, in Morton. Um, that was my big goal last year. But in the Morton uh, mile. Yeah, but you know, I'm sure you were there. Like it was oh, just yeah. the worst night ever. Oh, I think it was so bad. That killed me after the race. Yeah. Just like I'd big myself up because I knew I, I knew I could run it. Like I think like, if I, if I get the first two, if I get the first two two and a half laps down, it's gonna be good. Yeah. Um, but you know yourself, the the, the weather was was awful, and yeah, if the front lads, the guys that are winning, it, they're going for it it's going to ruin my chances so like I need them to, to really go for it because you know the winner was only like 3.58.9 or something yeah. like that so like uh, I really see I'm not going to finish was in that race I think he got second yeah I, I, I actually remember I was running for the first like two laps I was on the inside I think and he was on the outside and you're kind of just looking at it it's like Jesus this is mad like Justin Knight's like right beside me yeah I, I got remember a picture actually, with I remember going by, yeah I remember going by him and I was like Kind of just looks like Jesus Christ, I'm ahead of just tonight. And like, you're kind of like in the call room with them all. Like, like, does who else was there? There was like a few other big names, and you're kind of just sitting there and you're like, Yeah, well, like, I follow well, you on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, like, you're kind of just looking at him, like, Well, how's it going? Like, you're like, I know everything about him, and he hasn't a clue who I am. <laughs> that's but, gas. Uh, oh, it was cool anyway. Yeah, that, that's him. that's racing against just tonight. That's that's another thing to add to the oh, what when someone asks what sport are you doing. Uh, if you're good at it, all you have to say is I race Justin Knight, and if they don't know who he is, just whip up his Instagram and and you'll put yeah, he's you'll cool, put everyone cool, to shame. Man. Yeah, no, he's, yeah. he's he's cool. So um, so yeah, obviously track uh, being being cancelled is it's really bad. But you, you did mention there that you wanted to break four in the mile in the morning games, and you wanted to get under three three forty in the in the 1500. So if you want to like any kind of PBs that you know really, because obviously. They're they're mad, but and uh, once again, I've had a few guests on the on the podcast talking about their PBs, and uh, uh, obviously you're a college athlete, so no matter what, you're gonna put me to shame. But here's another athlete putting me to shame on the podcast with the PB. So from any uh, PBs that you know, if you wanna just uh, tell them out there. Um, last year I've ran one fifty two, say zero for an eight hundred. So like, yeah. I think. Oh, it's it's a, it's it's the it's the it's the it's the fastest 152 there is like that could, that one annoys me. Uh, I've ran 342 for 1500. Yeah. Uh, 402 oh, for, for a mile. That's annoying. Uh, I'd say I, that annoys you a bit. Yeah, that one. That one. Yeah, that that one really kind of upset me after that race. I really really wanted that one because <laughs> I had like a lot of friends there at that race. That one was really annoying, but. Um, I've ran my last 3k was like I set it in like six years so that's like four years ago now and it's like 831 so but I definitely think I could probably like take about 30 seconds off that and then my 5k on the track again it's not it's like it was at the varsity champs last year so it was kind of just jogging around really and it's not much for PB like 1439 not much for PB I know probably like the level that you're running that it's probably not much but like the times that I'm seeing, like on a on a weekly basis, lads on racing, like, that's just a mad time for me. Yeah, I because I knew I like, I know we can go. Like, I think I can definitely go under fourteen on the track. Like I ran fourteen, I went thirteen fifty seven, I think it was, oh, in, in Armagh five k there in February. Yeah. So I knew I was like really really fit. So I was probably hoping that I could do that again 
come April or May for like a 5k to just to open up the season really with but um and then I haven't actually ran it I haven't ran a 10k or anything yeah. uh, I've ran like obviously the cross country which obviously doesn't really count for yeah. PB yeah. so I haven't actually ran a 10k on the road but I, I think I think the form I was in before all the corona hit I think if I ran a 10k on the road at a decent a decent standard race I, I think I could go I could go on the 30 but I just I don't know exactly Jesus that, yeah, yeah so uh, so would Obviously, would what would have been the further distance that, like, not even for PB was that you would have raced, or just even what, ran? What do you say that again, sorry? So, like, do you not like even you have like your PBs in uh, races that you've uh, that you've raced, obviously competitively, but uh, PB was what would be the uh, the the furthest distance that you've run? Probably five k or ten k. Yeah. Um. I will. I, I'm not. I'm definitely not strong enough to run anything further, and it wouldn't really make sense for a 1500 guy to run yeah, any more than yeah. 10k anyway. Like they definitely run a lot of 5k's, but 10k maybe in a winter. But then after that, like this, it's it's sort of pointless for a 1500 guy. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, as I said, track season's cancelled. So if if you were to come back on maybe this uh, this time next year, uh, sometime around this time next year, then PBs probably would be lower. Um, but but that's just the way it is right now, and. Obviously, uh, another thing is, as we mentioned, the coronavirus is much bigger than sports at the moment. But obviously, it is disappointing that the Olympics has gotten cancelled. Is there anyone in particular that you would have been uh, keeping an eye on? Obviously, you raced Justin Nye, so I presume you would have wanted to watch him in the Olympics. Yeah, Justin Nye, and I'm trying to think who else am I like a, a big fan of? I just, I suppose any of the like, sort of the, some of the I like a lot of the British guys. Like I think the, yeah. the Scottish trio. Uh, the 1500 guys like they're like they're what's um Jake Whiteman and Josh Kerr and Charlie Grice like the Irish guys are pretty cool but anyone yeah. I suppose anyone that's uh, from an Irish perspective as well like Tom Barr like Tom like, yeah Tom Barr the last like, and Kieran McGee's always nice to watch as well um, so like Mark I, English uh, yeah Mark hopefully. English but it is it is nice just yeah I do, I do take an interest in that in uh the Irish people anyway like and you know I, I, I like. You know, your one Laura Muir, like she always yeah, gives she a good is, go. Yeah, like, she does give it, yeah. Um, she, she done really good in the uh, in the World Championships in 2019. Yeah. She, she got first, I'm, I'm pretty sure. So, and obviously you have you have the main, so Mo Farah make his comeback to the track. You have, uh, hopefully Elliot Kipchoge and Kenisa Bukele. And you have, yeah, hopefully they race, and especially yeah. like any, any of the Ingebrigtsons are like, oh, obviously yeah. everyone loves watching them, like they, yeah. they give it a good go, and it's, it is cool. Like I think, these days it's kind of cool to see like there's Canadians like Mohamed and and Justin Knight and then you have the Ingebrigtsen brothers from Norway and then you have like just loads of different vests really yeah. with a lap to go two laps to go like it's and like the Australian lads McSwain and all them yeah. so it is cool to, it's cool to see now and that like there's more countries really it's not just the Kenyans Ken, and the Ethiopians Kenyan Ethiopia and, like yeah, it's really yeah. boring when you watch that like yeah. so I don't know no, no interest really in that like but so it's cool so people now yeah to actually when it comes to the final 100 metres the race is still on and it, it's anyone race really yeah and it's not just yeah, it's, it's, it's just loads of countries in, it, in the mix now and coming into the last lap so it is quite it's cool to see that like yeah yeah exactly and uh, obviously uh, you've big goals, obviously going over to to America and all. But uh, from your your Instagram the past couple of days, I think a big goal for you is becoming a professional vlogger. Would it be? Uh, yeah, I just I got nominated by one of the girls that I lived with. Yeah, and uh, I kind of just did it for the crack. Like I'm not like it wouldn't be serious or anything. Like I kind of <laughs> want to just kind of like show maybe what like like I think people, 
kind of day in the life, but yeah. like kind of what I actually do. Like I think yeah. some people were doing vlogs, like, oh, I'm gonna do this now. I'm gonna do it, like stretch now. Just for the sake of the vlog. Just kind of saying like, like, like or like yeah, do like their food. Like I'm just like I kind of just be really honest. Like it's like this is what I actually do. Yeah, I don't know, it's a bit of crack, I suppose. Well. Yeah, no, it was, like, it was funny. Got, it was actually good to watch. To be I got, fair, I got a good bit of feedback. Like kind of like, positive, kind of funny ones. Like yeah. so, I'm kind of just taking the piss really. So. Uh, I think I might just yeah I probably will just vlog a little bit. Yeah, because, no, uh, it was it was to be, like I've never really done feedback. It was actually fun to watch. It was actually it was funny and it was obviously interesting and to, yeah and as you said it was it was true like you know it was it, it, some people like I know everyone was doing it just for the crack but uh, some people are actually just doing things that they wouldn't actually do so that that gave it a bit more of an entertaining element to it. Yeah, like I probably could have like easily kind of said oh, I'm gonna do a bit of core now or I'm gonna do a bit of that but like. I'm just bollocks like, I was yeah. like I'm not like I'm not gonna just gonna say that to make myself look like a better runner like yeah exactly I don't really care like because like, that's what I actually did on a Sunday yeah. which is what I would have done anyway like like I'm not like I don't know anyone that does activation or core stuff after a long run yeah like you're just bollocks after a long yeah, run exactly. so um yeah I just kind of just doing a bit yeah doing a bit of vlogging so I probably will do a little bit more just for the crack really and 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 uh, coming on here will definitely fill uh, build up your fan base. I'm, I'm yeah, I'll, I'll, de- I'll, de- I'll definitely be putting over my story to for everyone to give a listen. Ah, oh, thanks very much, and no, I do I appreciate that. But uh, on on a real note, um, obviously going over to America, what would uh, be a, a realistic uh, big goal that you have in your mind? Uh, I'd love to. I think if someone just told me like, what would you want now? I'd love to just. I'd love to be making like the national meets, say like cross country wise, yeah, like you're on the team, so that's kind of it. Could depends obviously how the other lads run, but yeah. I'd love to like maybe, maybe even make like the the mile, the indoor mile, like which it is tough. Like yeah. I think for the mile side, like you have to be running like three fifty eight to just make think, it there, yeah. and then even just making the out. Well, like, when I say making the outdoors, that that's probably the first step, and yeah. then after that, like just I'd love to be like uh, getting all American, which is, which is a. Uh, I don't actually know. It's like it's like top forty in the cross country, which sounds ridiculous, but the standard's so high. Yeah, the standard is high uh, in America. And then I think it's like top eight. I think indoor and outdoor. I think it's I think it's top eight. You get some sort of a you're on a big podium or something like that. So definitely make an all America. But I I suppose I don't really know. Like I've, I'm so unexperienced with the NCAA. So yeah. after the first year, the, those goals could change. Like that could be like, well, they were very unrealistic, or it could be like, no, I need to aim higher. So yeah. I think I, to, I think I need to kind of get a feel for it, but I definitely want to be making some sort of an impact. Like, kind of get stick my nose in it really, and, and yeah, see exactly. what happens. Just, just doing your best, really. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, and obviously, as I've mentioned before, it's not much coming from me. Obviously, just a under sixteen athlete, but it, even like seeing you train up in the park, you obviously do have the the, the talent and the the consistency and everything to go on and uh, achieve much bigger goals than the one that you just listed there and hopefully for uh, for Clonliffe man going over and representing Clonliffe in Ireland hopefully uh, we're all wishing you luck uh, from Clonliffe anyway and uh, yeah, no, hopefully hopefully we can get a bit of feedback on the on the Instagram and on the story and everything just seeing how you're doing and all yeah just even for yourself or any of the, the lads in your group or anyone even listening just literally just drop me a text because like it's like it's it's nothing like just drop yeah. me a text even if it's a stupid question like yeah uh, just just ask like i'll just give you the honest answer really. yeah no exactly it's, it's nothing to me really so um yeah sure, I'll, be, I'll be home at christmas hopefully or hopefully i get to go now in in august or yeah, september true. but i'll be home at christmas then for a couple of weeks and then i'll be home pretty much all summer so um so like if if anyone ever wanted to meet me and ask me a few questions or 
even just text me on Instagram, feel free. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I definitely, I definitely will if I've, uh, if I, uh, if I have any questions or if, uh, if any, maybe if I'm uh, having an injury or a bit of a niggle and if, uh, if I can't really get much advice anywhere, I'll definitely shoot you a text and uh, yeah, no, see what you can definitely. Honestly, I really enjoyed having you on today. I definitely learned a lot, and I know a lot of people listening were uh, very, very interested in what you had to say about uh, how you started, like pretty much from your whole run career up to now, and obviously your goals for the future. So as I said, I really uh, enjoyed having you on. Hopefully, it didn't drag out uh, a bit too much for you. And I no, you no, I, enjoy, I enjoyed it. Now I've never done something like this, so it was de- it's definitely something I'd love to do again. Yeah, uh, and uh, when sometime when after the experience over in America, if you're if you're back home and you have time, obviously I'd love. To have you on again and uh, basically do a little bit of a recap really on on how things are going so if you'd be interested yeah. in that i'd love to have you on again 100 and um, yeah so as i said thanks for coming on uh, and hopefully we can have you on again and um appreciate everyone that's actually listening and watching uh, watching the this episode of the podcast i know this one this episode i, I tell a lot of people about and this one will, should do fairly well because uh, uh, a lot of people were excited for when i told them about it so i do appreciate everybody listening and i appreciate you coming on Kyle. No water. And uh, yeah, so I'll see everyone that uh, everyone that's watching this. I'll see y'all next time. Bye.